Answering Mormon's Questions by Bill McKeever and Eric Johnson deals with 36 commonly asked questions by your LDS friends and neighbors. It's a great resource for Christians who want to share their faith with friends and loved ones. Be sure to pick up your copy today at your favorite Christian bookstore. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Back in September of 2021, I recorded a video for God Loves Mormons dealing with the story of the gold plates. That video is on YouTube if you care to see it. It's titled, The Gold Plates is Joseph Smith's Story Possible. Not long after that video came out, there were a lot of Latter-day Saints, naturally, that were objecting to some of the things that I had said and were writing their comments and explaining why they felt that I was wrong. Most of the time, it was pretty subjective. They were just making assertions. They really weren't dissecting what I actually said to show that I was wrong, but they just didn't agree with what I was saying on that video. Well, we thought we'd go back and visit that page again and look at some of the more recent comments that have been added since we did our last critique of those reviews perhaps with the hope that maybe some had included some arguments that maybe I had never heard before, and maybe that would help me refine my argumentation regarding this subject. Bill, I want to just add, there is a lot of responses, even though this video is a year and a half old, how many people are, are, are disagreeing with what you had to say. There's a line in Shakespeare in Hamlet that says, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. That's Queen Gertrude. I think... This is one of those cases where there's something here that is maybe the soft underbelly. When it comes to the Book of Mormon, there's a lot of ways you can discuss the Book of Mormon and describe why you don't believe it to be true. But this weight of the plates has really seemed to get a lot of Latter-day Saints their anger. that she, they, they seem to be uh, trying to protest too much, and they're not giving good responses, I think. And we're going to see that this week. And I think you, you make a good point, Eric, because... If, in fact, my reasoning is flawed, then it would probably be best to go after my reasoning, show that my evidence is flawed somehow. Many of the comments that we have received regarding that video are purely subjective, and like I said earlier, they're just a lot of assertions. Well, I know it's true, therefore it's got to be true. Well, that's not convincing. That might convince you, but it certainly isn't going to convince someone like myself, and I would hope it wouldn't convince a lot of other people either, because that kind of thinking can be very dangerous. What we're hoping to show here is that we want Latter-day Saints to think through their faith. We want them to think through it. And certainly, I will admit that when it comes to any religious faith, there, there is an element of faith there, but is the faith based on reason? Is it a reasonable faith? And I would say that many times when it comes to Mormonism and the faith of Latter-day Saints, that many times it's not reasonable. And I go back to a statement that I made before, and I probably said it in the earlier series when we were critiquing 
some of these comments, if you believe something that has not yet been proven, that could be considered faith. But if you believe in something that's already been disproven, that's not faith, that's foolishness. It's our hope at Mormonism Research Ministry that they would see this and, like I said earlier, think through what they claim to believe. Well, let's look at some of these comments, and we'll stop and talk about them as we go along. Let's deal with two together. One is Ernest Yawson, who wrote It a Miracle, and I think he meant to say It's a Miracle. And then FSBJJ Wilhelmina says, But how can you believe in walking on water, water to wine, parting the Red Sea, Samson, and everything else that goes along with the Bible? What fantasies do you decide to believe are true? What FSBJJ Wilhelmina has done, and I guess you could say what Ernest Yawson has done as well, is they've introduced an argument that I addressed in the video. And that is, even though as a Christian, I believe in miracles, but there is no miracle when it comes to the story of the coming forth of the gold plates. In other words, they're using arguments that not only are not a part of the story, they're using arguments that I actually addressed in the video. Joseph Smith never claimed that he needed a miracle to carry the gold plates from where he retrieved them out of the hollow log after he put, took them out of the stone box and carried them for a distance of three miles, according to his mother. Emma Smith did not claim that she needed a miracle to move the plates around in her home while she, quote, did her work. The other witnesses who claimed to have hefted the plates didn't claim that they needed a miracle in order to do so. These two individuals are adding into the story things that are not a part of the story. And as I've said to many Latter-day Saints, when I hear them say this to me verbally, you have to insert portions of a story that are not a part of the story, and I can only conclude the reason you're doing that is because you don't believe the story any more than I do. The story as it's come down and how it's recorded in church manuals and how it's been related by even the witnesses themselves isn't enough for you. You have to add things to it in order to make it palatable. I can understand that. I understand completely because I think the story is pretty far-fetched. But when you say walking on water, water to wine, parting the Red Sea, Samson, hey, I believe those are miracles. And I think the Bible makes it very clear that these were, in fact, miracles. We don't get that kind of description from Joseph Smith. We don't get that kind of a description from the three witnesses or the eight witnesses or Emma Smith or anyone else during that time period. Another thing that's ignored in this whole story is you don't find Mormon apologists today using that argument, because if they believe that argument, then there's no reason to try to change the metal of the plates. There's no reason to put air gaps in between the plates. There's no reason to say that it wasn't really gold. It was merely Tambaga. You don't have to do that if it's a miracle. In fact, recently I was asked that question. I was giving a presentation on the plates. And someone had asked me about that. Well, why didn't the church claim at the very beginning it was a miracle? And I says, I don't really have an answer to that, but they should have. But now it's too late. 
it's way too late to come up with that argument now because we see so much effort on the part of LDS apologists to try and get those plates down to a manageable level. Why? Because they know there was no miracle in this story. They should have done that from the very beginning, I admit. So to be clear, for an atheist skeptic who I think maybe uh, this second person is, is trying to say, well, this could be a miracle too. Well, you believe in miracles. You believe in the biblical miracles, Jesus making water into wine and walking on water, etc. You just don't believe that the moving of the plates, Joseph Smith running with those for several miles, fighting off attackers, is considered to be a miracle. So it's apples and oranges. Well, it wouldn't be that I wouldn't consider it a miracle if that's the way it was described. I guess that's what I'm saying, Eric, because Smith never injects that thought. He doesn't finish his three-mile trek with the gold plates and gets to the Smith house and goes, Wow, what a miracle that I was able to carry these plates for three miles. Here, Mom, take them from me. And then she, what, miraculously is able to carry them as well? Nobody ever tries to imply that that is a part of the story. You see, this argument here that it's a miracle and trying to say that I don't believe in miracles is really fallacious because, as I mentioned, I do believe in miracles. I do believe all those accounts that this person lists in her couple of sentences but the Bible describes them as miracles. And I do believe in miracles, but again, I just have to emphasize there's no miracle to this story of the gold plates. Another comment that came is from Treb420. I'm not religious, landed here on accident, but what if the plates weren't gold, as in metal, but color? That's an argument that I hear quite a bit. In fact, some of these statements that we're going to be looking at this week do bring that up. They would try to argue that the plates were not, in fact, made of the metal gold, but perhaps they only looked like gold. The problem that you have with this is you have the angel Moroni. Now, Moroni is the one who introduces the whole story of the gold plates to Joseph Smith, and you can find that in Joseph Smith's history, chapter 1. Joseph Smith relates that Moroni said that there was a book deposited written upon gold plates, giving an account of the former inhabitants of this continent and the source from whence they sprang. He also said the fullness of the everlasting gospel was contained in it as delivered by the Savior to the ancient inhabitants. What needs to be answered is, why would the angel Moroni say that there were gold plates if the plates were not gold. If they were made of some other metal, say perhaps brass, why wouldn't he say that there were brass plates that had the story of ancient inhabitants? But he doesn't, according to the narrative. He says that the the book that was deposited was written upon gold plates. Now let's consider this. According to the Book of Mormon, in the book Mormon, in chapter 8, in verse 1, it says, Behold, I, Moroni, do finish the record of my father, Mormon. Behold, I have but few things to write, which things I have been commanded by my father. Now, at this time, Mormon, his father, had been killed. He was slain in battle, according to verse 5. So Moroni has been left with the job of putting these plates together, and then ultimately he is going to be the last person to handle these plates before they are buried in the ground, 
And then he comes back centuries later as an angel to tell Joseph Smith where he buried those plates. Now, he's not only handling the plates, we can see from this account, he's writing on them as well. In verse 4, it says, Therefore I will write and hide up the records in the earth, and whither I go it mattereth not. In verse 5, it says, Behold, my father hath made this record, and he hath written the intent thereof, and behold, I would write it also, if I had room upon the plates, but I have not, and or... I have none, for I am alone. Now, the fact that Moroni says, and or I have none, seems to tell me that he knows what these plates are made out of. And let me just be clear, or is O-R-E. So if we have Moroni being the last to handle the plates, and then he tells Joseph Smith that the book that was deposited was written on gold plates, Why would you assume that the plates were not made of gold? Why would you just go with a statement by Joseph Smith and also the 11 witnesses that say, well, the plates had the appearance of gold? Are you telling me that gold can't have the appearance of gold? Because I would assume they probably could have the appearance of gold. But you see, this is what they have to do. Why? Because they know gold is too heavy to carry. Tomorrow, we're going to continue looking at some more of the comments that were made in regards to this video called The Gold Plates Is Joseph Smith's Story Possible? Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.